0: Many are getting rich, many are failing, and many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become and overcome in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa. Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith the Holy Spirit and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is the Senior Pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and President of Ebenezer Kolipa Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's Word through His special servant. And now, today's
1: message. Precious Father, we are grateful to you. Thank you for your presence in this place. I submit myself, my body, my spirit, my soul, and that, my entire being unto you. The Holy Ghost minister through me. Let his lips of clay become anointed oracles by which you minister to your children. And I pray that Father, let every ear, every heart that is connected to me tonight, be opened to be able to hear not the words of men, but the word of God that will bring transformation into their lives and salvation to their souls and a change to their situations in the mighty name of Jesus. Give us ability to believe, not just to understand, but to believe your word and let your word produce a manifestation of your will in our lives. In the name of Jesus, I take authority over the atmosphere in this place. Any demonic entity that has been released that fights marriages I bind you now in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. You will not be able to prevail in the life of anybody under the sound of my voice in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. Thank you, Father, that we are hurt in Jesus' precious name. Somebody shout a big amen. Oh, come on, declare mighty amen glory to god god bless you god. thank you so much Can kindly you take your seats in the presence of the lord and you are welcome to day number two of school of marriage school of marriage and uh, if you are connected online i want you to share the link to everybody uh whether they are married or they are prospecting and expecting marriage share the link with them tell them to come online you know I One of the problems, uh, I don't know what I'll call it problems, I've discovered in sessions when we are talking about marriage is people focus on the funny aspects and they don't know that the funny aspects are actually supposed to communicate an important lesson. So you find that whenever we are talking about a marriage program, you see people uh, and we have um, people, various people going to talk about marriage. You see people going and uh, sometimes it's as though they don't really go to learn, but they go to laugh. They want to hear something uh, funny. And so if the marriage seminar or the teaching doesn't bring out some funny aspect, uh, it's as though nothing really happened. But marriage is serious business. Uh, marriage is serious business. Marriage is serious business. And just like if you are going to learn to be a pilot or learn to be a banker or learn to be any serious profession, you go with your notebook, you go with your pen, you go with a mind to understand. That is how you should go whenever you have been taught about marriage. Whenever you are hearing any discussion of marriage, it should be addressed with a desire to understand the scientific background of the subject, to understand the rules, not just to hear something that you agree with. Because the subject may be, I may, may may present things you agree with and things you may not agree with. You, you should be able to know things that you are going to do further study on or you are going to read further, or you are going to think about it further, even after the program. So it is important that we approach the subject of marriage with a certain seriousness. Hebrews chapter 13, verse number 4. The Bible says marriage is honorable about, among all. That is what G, uh, that's what the Bible says. Marriage is honorable amongst all. So, amongst a number of things that he's talking about that are relevant to Christian world, he said that marriage stands out. Marriage is exclusive and it is honorable. And yesterday I told you that it means two things. Number one, it brings honor into your life. So, whether you like it or not, anybody that we see wearing a married ring, we give a certain level of respect to. Whether well, it is something that is there. Sometimes you go for a business meeting and when somebody comes and the person is wearing a, a wedding ring or they find out that the person is married, usually, almost automatically, by default, they think or consider the person to be a responsible person before even the person begins to make a presentation. So it brings honor to you and it also should be honored it also should be honored. Glory to Jesus Christ. So the Bible teaches that a marriage is honorable above all. That means a marriage will bring honor to you. And I pray that tonight God will open the door of marriage for somebody under the sound of my voice in the name of Jesus Christ. Now to get married or to enter into the blessed covenant of marriage it is not something that you enter into automatically or at once. And yesterday I shared with you that God in his wisdom has prepared a period of sin illness a period when you are supposed to be alone and you need to understand that mystery if you are going to enjoy a blessed marriage and so when you are able to take advantage of your singleness you prepare yourself for a great marital future so i believe that uh, yesterday i was able to make some good points Uh, there's more in that area that i would like to share but i'm going to i'm going to the lord is putting something in my spirit and i'm going to trust god to put it together and and, uh, we are going, I, I will release it or I will let you know how we are going to go about it because if you lack this information, you know, as I was in my office, I was just praying my spirit and I was like, some of those who missed these meetings, I pray that they don't come to me in the future with a marital problem. Because see, what you could have stopped, you are allowed to happen. And it is because most people assume many things. They have assumptions about marriage. But we did not start marriage. Marriage was not initiated by human intellect. It was initiated by God. So it means that God is the one who can teach you how to marry. It is not something that comes by osmosis or by diffusion. So you are sitting there and all of a sudden, everything you need to know about marriage just enters into your mind and enters into your heart. And then you automatically become a good wife or a good husband. Nobody is ever born a good husband. Nobody is ever born a good wife. You become, you grow into it. It is a process of becoming. So if you don't go through the process of becoming, don't assume that because you're a woman, no matter your beauty, no matter your background, you'll be a good wife. No. You may be them worst of wives, and you know, not know what to do about it. And that is what produces a lot of the frustration and depression because people are doing genuinely, they are doing their best. But the truth is that their best is what not good enough. Sometimes your best is not good enough. Are, are we together? Sometimes your best is not good enough. So what you need to do, you need to get all information that will help improve your best. That is why we have these programs. I will, I, I will. Is the video showing on Facebook or on the video platforms? But I keep seeing uh, the flyer over here. Glory to Jesus Christ. So we need to get this information and prepare ourselves for a glorious marriage. A glorious marriage. Listen, you can even be a man of God and be a bad husband. You can be a woman of God and be a bad wife. It is, there are two different things. Preaching is different from being married. Re- teaching the word of God is different from being married. You will need to understand all of these things so that we can align ourselves and understand what God has purposed for us. Glory to Jesus Christ. So marriage is important. What is marriage? Marriage is uh, a union between a man and a woman who have ad- agreed to become to live together as husband and wife. And in the Christian setting, we are saying that it is before God. It is before God. They have made an agreement that they are coming together, not just to live as man and woman, but as husband and wife. And there is the agreement number one, listen, of the family. There is a family too, especially in our African setting. The for America, is different from engagement in Ghana or Africa. In Ghana, engagement is when the families come together, so we, it is what we often call customary marriage. Customary marriage. So in our setting, it involves the family. It involves the family. Number two, uh, uh, already there's an agreement between the man and the woman. Number two, the family has come into uh, the, the picture. Number three, the nation, the laws of the land, the laws of the land have also certified that these people are married. So here we have the, uh, the government and the constitution back in marriage. So that to recognize before God. And then finally, the church, the church. So, in the endorsement of the agreement between the man and the woman, there are three entities that must come into play if we are going to uh, if, 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 if we are going to see the fullness of what we have uh, chosen as Christians as marriage. Number one, the family. Number two, the nation. That is why they sign. And then number three, the blessing of the church. The blessing of the church. So, marriage. That is where marriage uh, marriage begins. That is where marriage begins. For us to enter into marriage, there is a period of studying each other, which is, what we call courtship. For any two people that are going to be married, the usual process that we encourage, number one, is that there should be a friendship. There should be a friendship. And then during the course of the friendship, the person, a man may identify that, oh, I want to live with this woman as um, as my wife. Somebody that I want to uh, spend the rest of my life in a more intimate relationship than just friendship. So there is a proposal. And when there is a proposal, please, never assume that there is a relationship until there is a proposal and an acceptance. Uh, Until there is a proposal and an acceptance. For all you know, it could be friendship. Or, you know, there are people who have been weeping and crying at uh, people's marriages. Or when somebody came, was introduced and said that, oh, this is marrying Asimah And said, ah, I thought I was the one he was looking at. Ah, I thought, I, was, she, we, 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 I thought we were vibing. And she was allowing me, I was calling her, 1 a.m. we are able to talk. <laughs> and so we are flowing, we are flowing. And then now, you know, maybe you are in the brother zone. Or in the friend zone, but he didn't know it. So, you must not assume. In fact, sometimes, uh, and this is not encouraged, but sometimes, even intimacy may take place at various, at a certain level, There will be sexual, whatever, getting involved. Still, the principle does not change. Don't assume the fact that you have sex means that you are in a relationship. Are we together? Are we together? These are hard facts. This is a hard fact. I was had one woman in my DM uh, on Facebook. She had been getting my attention for a long time. I, I, was, I usually don't do a lot of uh, responses to messages on Facebook uh, because of how the, this comes and a whole lot of things. And she is in one of the very popular, very good churches. I even know her pastor. I didn't even know that she was I know her pastor. She met, I know certain members of the church. She didn't even know I know them. I didn't know that she was in that church. And she began to open up about something that she had been going through. And, (laughs) glory to Jesus Christ. And she thought she had been in a relationship with a pastor's son. Why? Because they had been getting involved and they had had been sleeping together. They had been doing. So she assumed that they were in a relationship. She thought they were even... in her mind and that's why sometimes ladies you need to be very slow because a woman's mind is often faster than a man's mind when the man tells the woman that i love you before the man sometimes the man has not even, has not even uh, he, in his mind he has not yet to read you he has not, he has not looked at children he has not looked at many many things but the woman has even gone to the number of children. That the school that the child is going to go to is going to go to Ablekuma, <laughs> <was> <laughs> uh was Nursery and or Galaxy International. <laughs> As for me, my children are, are supposed to be international school children. So about the why is it because women most because of the, the, how we, uh, a woman is trained barbie dolls and play with so uh, most women are already programmed with a certain mind about marriage and about a family so uh, you have to so that's why the men you also must be very careful what you say because sometimes you may say something that you don't mean but the woman has picked it and has registered it and has has thought about it has had a meeting with she herself and her and they have thought about it, analyzed the situation, and asked, what, okay, so this could possibly be what it's meaning. If this is what it means, then this, there's a lot of introspection. A lot of introspection. Ladies, am I lying? Am I lying? No, I'm not lying. I'm standing. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus Christ. So, please, what, what am I coming back to? There, there, there must be a proposal. Are we together? There must be a proposal, and there must be an acceptance. That is when officially you can say that you have started a relationship. Other than that, it could be mere consideration, or it could be something that happened. It could be a fling. It could be an attraction. But you see, that is not strong enough for marriage. That is not strong enough for marriage. So it is important that we get the basis right. It is important we get the business right. So, I want to just mention to you some 10 unhealthy reasons for marriage. Now, what I've just shared with you can produce a lot of things that sometimes can evolve into marriage. And the marriages are not pleasant marriages. Because the reason, the foundation, the purpose is wrong. The purpose is not right. So, number one, reason. Why I don't think uh, you should marry It's maybe to spite friends or to spite others. To spite friends or to spite, uh, sorry, to spite parents. Sometimes, somebody because of something that has been happening in the family, so uh, I'm going to get married to show my parents and me so I can marry. No, that is not a good enough reason. Or maybe some friends, you've seen that some friends have made fun of you or you have seen other people that you think you are in a competition with and and marrying. So you are also in a hurry to get married. That is a poor foundation. That is a poor foundation because the background and the purpose is all wrong. The purpose is all wrong. Marriage should be on the bedrock of purpose. That is why the single that period is important, so that you can discover yourself and discover your purpose. You should not just look at mere uh, human interactions for that to be the basis of you entering into a marriage covenant. A covenant is a serious thing. Also, maybe you want to escape from an unhappy home. Unhappy home. Listen, all of us come from different family backgrounds. And some of us, may be in our homes, we are maltreated. Or oh, we are not treated the way we think we deserve to be treated. And so at the end of the day, the next month that comes, oh, let me just quickly so that I can uh worry me if we feel her cry and I a I won't say to me, well, they don't let me do what i'm supposed to do maybe you are, you, you want to spend a lot of time outside by the time it's 8 30, they are calling you where are you and then it's as though you feel restricted you look at your age maybe you are you are great you are 28 you are 30 years i don't more three things after me and so quickly let me just marry and leave this place that is not a reason a healthy reason to get married a healthy reason to get married because you see marriage is also another bondage. So the liberty you are looking for, you are going to find another bondage. And so if it is about getting free, you enter into marriage and you realize that I am disappointed. You got disappointed because you thought it was about getting free. But then that is not a reason. Number three, uh, a negative self-image. A negative self-image so you don't have as i told you yesterday one of the most important things you need to develop in your singleness period is to learn to love yourself have value for yourself understand who you are and appreciate your self-value so you are not waiting for somebody to come and affirm you some people enter into marriage because they have a negative self-image and see one of the things uh, one of the one of the reasons why i will, i, I will know this When somebody tells you "I I love you" and then you say, "Are you sure? Are you sure you love me?" Is it that you don't see yourself as lovable? Why that unconscious automatic response? Glory to Jesus Christ! So, poor self-image, poor self-image, because uh, the person is looking for some sort of validation. The first person that accepts him his proposal, because there are some men who have received a lot of rejection. So the moment he got a first acceptance from a certain woman all of a sudden he doesn't he doesn't want to look anywhere else he doesn't want to look anywhere else somebody was telling me said, nobody wants me no woman all the women that I proposed to they they don't want me so this one even though the things that you are pointing out are real that they are real problems she's the only one who has accepted me so i want to force marry marriage and hope for a, a better future you I don't know whether you can already see the future. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Because he has a poor self-image. Because he has been rejected so many times. He has been rejected. Listen, ladies, you are not the only ones who are rejected. Men are also rejected. In fact, men, you are not the ones who are also uh, are rejected. Ladies are also rejected. Balance the equation. So, don't... If you have an image, a self-image problem, go to the Word of God. Come out of it. Other than that, one day, let me tell you, you will even be blaming, you will always be blaming other people for the things that you are going through, and it's everywhere in society. You'll be blaming this person, that man. Every time you are, they are breaking your heart. Somebody has disappointed you, but you have, you are not disappointed anybody before. Or maybe it's not because of your bad character. Or it's not because of something that you are doing wrong that has caused you to enter into this phase of life. And so, you blame everybody. And let me tell you something. This is very serious. Because anybody who never learns to accept responsibility, one day even your children, you'll be blaming them. And you as a woman. Everybody, from the time I got to know her, everybody, every time there's a problem, and somebody is to, is to blame. Somebody is to blame. Oh, my teacher doesn't like me. These people in the class have always been suspecting if they don't like me. No, that pastor sees me some way. I know it, I know it. My my mother doesn't like me. My And so, I, I, at first I was buying it until it became one too many. One day I was like, why is it that She's always having problems with other people. Many years down the line, I saw that even now. When even she got got married, eventually, and then when she got married, she gave birth to children. And when the children, as little as they are, make a mistake, they are blaming the children. When you, the parents, should have been watching the child in the first place. Listen to me, it is because she has never learned to take responsibility. She had an image of herself. So all the time, and listen to me, Can, can I, can I talk, can I talk freely? Listen, if you are always defensive, it is not good. All the time you are ever defensive. After you, you never make any mistake. You are you are you are the kind of person I'm talking about. It's because you have an image problem. So all the time you want to defend yourself. You cannot say that oh I'm human. I make mistakes at times. Oh sorry. I mean I'll do better. And you flow. But every time and trying to explain yourself away in every situation. Hear me. There's something wrong. Are you a human being? Are you a perfect person? Are you perfect? So you can make mistakes. So you don't need to always explain yourself about any mistake about everything. Are we together? You are just doing what human beings do. And so you are working to become a better person. But if you find yourself all the time, you cannot accept blame. Some of you may think that why is this man saying this is not relevant? It's very relevant. You've not met it yet. You've not met it yet. And I know what I'm talking about. So, you must learn to take responsibility. Amen and amen. That will help your self-image. Number four, marrying on rebound. Especially due to health or broken heart. I know a lady. Amen and amen. I, I, I know a lady. I know, my, my, I know a lot of ladies. So forgive me if I'm giving a lot of examples of ladies. Amen and amen. Hey, that's the eight. of you. know a lot of ladies. Don't worry. I'm an orthophobe. So I know a lot of ladies. And I have a women's ministry. So naturally, I know a lot of ladies. And she was in one of these assumed relationships that I'm talking about where proposal and no, no proposal. But then they were sleeping around. They were sleeping around. One day she had that in about two or three weeks time the man that she thought she was building a future with was going to get married to another lady she was distraught she did a lot of things went into every place but you see the man had already made this decision the mistake he made was that he could not communicate or he did not communicate and when he did not communicate he also continued is it so in the wake of the guy getting married, she quickly also went to enter into a relationship. So, you see, and the gentleman ended up marrying almost around the same time, about just two weeks apart. <laughs> <laughs> one one there, one one. It was my rebound just because of a hurt that she has gone through. There are people who enter into new relationships just after they have come out of a bad relationship. You see, they are just looking for healing from that person. But I see, that is not a healthy reason for a relationship. One day when the healing goes you your eyes open, and realize that ah, this is not the kind of person that I wanted. This is not the kind of person. I don't even like the way he looks. His nose is too curved for me. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. Uh, his head is too big for me so when he his head is on my shoulder my shoulders is, is, is just too heavy for me but then you see because of how you are feeling he took a decision you see this lady i know one day she's gonna regret it if she's not already regretting it because that was not her real choice that was not her real choice amen and amen hallelujah i say praise the lord Marrying. Marriage is not a cure to depression. You can write that down. Marriage is not a cure to depression. In some cases, it's even a cause. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This one doesn't sound like praise the Lord moments. Sometimes it might even be the cure for the uh, the cause of depression. So marriage is not a cure for depression. Don't get into marriage just because you are going through a bad emotional time. Make sure you heal yourself before you enter into the next relationship. Number five, fear of being left out. All my friends are marrying. And so because of that, you also jump onto the first vehicle that comes. Please, it's very dangerous. Number six, fear of independence. Fear of independence. I know one lady. (laughs) Amen and amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) Oh, glory to God. I know one lady. In one year or in two years, in two years, she has been in a relationship with four different men. Four different men. You see a problem? She doesn't like to be alone. So when this relationship doesn't work, oh, the next person says, "Oh, honey, my goodness, ah, is it? Let's continue, honey, sugar, you're all sweet." <laughs> so that's what every quarter, every six months, every six months, and I'm, I'm, this is. Ah. So I had to counsel her and break up the relationship and allow her to go through the healing process. Now by the grace of God, she's now becoming a very good woman for God. If not in any relationship. She has been relationship free for about, about one and a half years now. And now she's becoming a better person. So now the next decision she makes, it will be a correct decision. Because she's now taking the time to mature and become a better person. Glory to Jesus Christ. So... Fear of independence. Fear, hey, I don't have, is it, when I, nobody calls me in the night before I sleep. <laughs> nobody is thinking about me, Master. Nobody thinking about anybody in this world. Let's continue your continue life, Build your life. Glory to Jesus Christ. So, it's a bad, if, if by God's grace we have not met, and God has not allowed me to probe into her life, to find out where she had come from and where she was, she may have entered into a marriage, and she will not be mature, not ready, and the marriage become a problem. To her. So, do not the fear of independence should not be a reason for you to get married. Number seven, fear of hurting the other person. A broken friendship is better than a broken relationship. A broken relationship is better than a broken courtship A broken courtship is better than a broken marriage. This is a principle that anybody that is that wants to make the right choice in marriage should have. Look, when you are in a relationship with somebody, or you tell somebody that you like the person, it's not compulsory to marry the person. Are we together? No. The other side is also true. When somebody says he likes you, or somebody accepts that she wants to be in a relationship with you, it's not compulsory for her to marry you. Until the day of marriage, or the day of the wedding, the word, under, you are married, you are not married. That means that any of you can walk out of the relationship anytime. Are we together? There's no sense of entitlement. If you didn't get angry. But sometimes, some of us Christian brothers and Christian sisters, like, hey, hey, I don't want to hurt him. Hey, he has been so good to me. Oh, she has been so helpful. Oh, what will she eat? If I tell her. Mainly for money. Ah, oh. ah. Hey, uh, then you go and marry wrong I with No, it's what I'm saying. Is that not true? Like as I'm talking right now, probably there's somebody in a relationship right now. You don't like the guy, but then you don't know how to say that. I'm Maybe even the guy said that you, are, you are my life. The day you leave me, I don't know what I'll do to myself. And you see as a woman, that thing is ringing in your head. If I leave him and he's going to commit suicide with manipulation, it is boy's tactics. We know what we are doing. I said we know what we are doing. You see, we are sowing the seed. We got a tree that we are looking for. (laughs) So if you don't like the tree, master cut it. If you die, if he dies, God will resurrect him. Are we together? I said are we together? He will not be the first person to have come out of a relationship. And you'll certainly not be the last. It'll certainly not be the last. And then the others who know how to break easily. Today, oh, I like it. Then, uh, I don't like you again, no. Oh, my dear. She She pa, 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 pa. And then uh, the ladies who can manage. They are good managers. But they don't know how to manage companies. They know how to manage 10 men. Administrator. What's up? We are WhatsApp group. I'm only one administrator. I'm telling you. Is it some of us? Maybe uh, some of you are very innocent, but the one sitting by you is not that innocent too. <laughs> one is dear. One is honey. One is <laughs> bay. Uh, one is my heart. One is my liver. One is my kidney, and one is my stomach, that's the one that where the money comes from. I know where I need to come Praise God forevermore. But don't marry because you are afraid of hurting the person. If you have worked with the person, that is why when you are in a relationship be serious. And Don't just be doing lavishating, because lavishating can be very sweet. And at the end of the day, you do not look at the things that you are supposed to look at. Because like, you cannot have a shade forever. You cannot have a forever. There are times you have to be serious about life. Sometimes Nippon is super You see the real character. Those are the real things. I and you go and now Chat GPT has come. So you say, lovely words for a beautiful lady. A vibes. Oh, he's a oh, cancer man. He makes me laugh. <laughs> he makes me laugh. I like the way he makes me feel. Oh. oh, I don't know that he doesn't know how to manage money, and so you are going to get married to a broke man, and you have a broke family, and your children will be stuck from school for school fees because he doesn't know how to manage money. Look, one of the foundations, if God permits, we are supposed to get to. So before we close today, is that we establish a strong marriage, it's finances. So, because you are a you want to clear something from your mind. That is a future. That is a future. Are you understanding me? That is a future. So, it's not just the fact that he's a male human being, so you accept. No look for other things. That some have good vibes, but they don't know how to they, when when their anger comes you know that the, you see it's just like the story that was told about he brought me flowers and she'll get you get angry and beat her up and then you when he has the anger is gone. He knows how to manage it. Oh and, he, and he'll give her and you will bring her flowers. We'll bring her. She said she'll leave. She leave because he knows how to. He knows. He knows what. To. One day he brought her flowers, but she could not collect the flowers. Do you know why? She was in a grave. <laughs> so it was a wreath. The landlord who was always encouraging her to leave. One day, a year after that, a young man came and he came to the landlord and he said, landlord, it's been a long time. So oh, uh, one more time, I'm sorry for your loss. So yeah, you know things happen. Oh, God knows best. Anyway, I have a card for you. It's next wedding. <laughs> so the landlord went to start ironing his funeral clothes. Because he'll be going for another funeral. <laughs> Give a clap of ring to Jesus Christ. <laughs> amen and amen. So, please. Ma we need now. Ma we need now. The fact that Initially, you've seen that he's somebody you think you can work with. Doesn't mean that when you are in the courtship or in the relationship, you close your eyes. It's a time that your eyes must become like an eagle. At that point, you may even be seen as though you are always pointing faults or finding faults. It is in your hearts. Let it not be because you are finding faults, but you want to be sure of what you are going in for. Are we together? Are we together? I don't know whether I'm making some good points, but uh, I think this wisdom that I, if I had heard earlier, it would have been very good for me. So, fear of hurting the other person. Number eight, to be a therapist or a counselor to the other person. (laughs) Glory to Jesus. To be a therapist or a counselor. Somebody that you know, he, he comes here and he talks to you and you give, you give him advice. So it's, it's because you are able to, no, 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 please. Marriage is bigger than that. So you are not there to be his therapist or his counselor. It is part of the job of the spouse, but then it is not that. Number nine, because you are having sex. I told you earlier, sex is no reason for marriage. It could just be a physical attraction. It would just be a physical attraction. Maybe uh, the, the, you, you got exposed at the time both of you were weak. Because as a young person, there are times when there is a desire for sexual intimacy. Very strong. The Bible says that, the Bible talks about burning. If, if, listen, Master, the thing is so serious that it has entered the Bible. Are you understanding me? So, having sex, it's not a reason. So if you have had the sex, stop the sex, but then don't let it become the, oh, I know one lady. Come, on, let me tell you, listen carefully. I'm telling you, serious, what the show. There's a lady. A certain man had been looking for her for a relationship. Beautiful lady, beautiful lady. Her, her skin was neat, clear, fair. In fact, I, she's older than me, when, By when I was younger, I was, I was like this lady. If I grow up, I will, I, would, I would. <laughs> My God, no, it's not that I wasn't so poor. <laughs> but the man one day caught her, he was drunk and he forcibly had an affair with her. Because of that, I take Abel Anderson. I see, once he has slept with her, no, she won't go again. Went through various abuses, he beat her, he would mistreat her, various kinds of things. Oh, she'll be there, he'll come and sleep with another woman. Yeah, and yeah, She said that because he had had sex with her. And this is a woman, very pretty. another man could have come and handled her fine. Amen and amen. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. Today, the guy is dead. He, he was so drunk, he, his liver was totally messed up, he died. Now, she has become a widow. Just yes, because she had sex with the guy. I'm not saying sex is something that is trivial, but then it is not strong enough a point for marriage. Oh, you can clap. <laughs> Because you know you have been having sex, so you are uh, <laughs> the man of God has has delivered me. The last point, which is not a strong enough point for marriage, is pregnancy. Now this part is where now people want to pick up stones and beat me yeah. up. <laughs> but uh, just like sex, listen to me, you can father somebody without being uh, the husband or the wife of the the other part, partner or uh, you can murder somebody without marrying the father it could have been a mistake it could have been a mistake you see that's one of the problems you see sex has certain consequences and one of them is pregnancy if you have unprotected sex i will never advise somebody to just marry somebody just because of pregnancy because marriage is a serious thing that day my mother was telling me something said that a warrior a worry it's a long journey and sometimes being an only mother or an only father could be better than being married to that person so i'm not saying that it shouldn't be an option on the table but then if you know this is not the person you want to marry don't say just because you have gotten pregnant I just jumping into it. I know in society, in our society, it will look like, ah, especially if you are in church. Church people, if we cannot tell you something, church people are the ones who force people to marry people when they are not supposed to marry the people. The way we gossip about people who have gotten pregnant. And we think that they don't hear the gossip. There is something magical about gossip. Somewhere, somehow, when they gossip about you, it comes to your ears. And so because they don't, they want, they they don't want to offend the church people. Say, let's hurry and marry. And the person did not abort the child. You don't thank God that other human beings have come into this world. But you are, you are, you are, you are vilifying the person. You are vilifying the person because you are God. And so you are the judge of the person. Let us, let us change. When you see somebody vilifying another person for getting pregnant and anyone had to have the child please tell the person no i don't do that it is not because you are condoning or the acts but listen understand marriage is a serious matter one mistake shouldn't cause you to get married the wrong way. so one mistake should not lead to another mistake are we together so pregnancy is not good enough reason to get married hallelujah Praise God. So, if all of these are not good enough reasons to get married, let me give you eight reasons which have formed the purpose and foundation of marriage. Number one, marriage is the will of God. Marriage is good. Tend to somebody beside you and tell the person, marriage is good. Genesis 2.18, and the Lord said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him and help meet for him. So, here, God himself is endorsing that marriage is good. Hebrews 13, for our foundation scripture, He said that marriage is honorable in all, so there are some benefits and blessings that come into the life of an individual as a result of marriage. The book of Proverbs says that he that findeth a wife, findeth a good thing, and obtaineth favor from the Lord. So in the eyes of God, he has connected certain blessings to marriage, to the covenant of marriage. So marriage is the will of God. You should marry when you know it is the will of God for you to marry. When you know it is the will of God for you to marry, not just because you want to fulfill a carnal, fleshly desire, or you want to meet up to public opinions that oh, you are 35 years and you are not married, you are 40 years and you are not married, and you see Christians and you will be forcing. That they are not worried, especially with meet people who have not married and they are a, a bit older uh, in at weddings. Listen, that is the most rude thing you can ever ask a person. Or somebody is married and the person has not given birth. That's that is a very wicked thing to say. I said is we are, we cause we cause a lot of people to become depressed when they should not become depressed, and to make decisions when they are not supposed to make those decisions. That's worry. Me, I've asked them before, but I've changed many years now. Amen and amen. So don't say that okay you to you make your mistake and change your mind. Please change after today. Amen and amen. Are, are we together? Are we together? It is not a race so. Because some have run into the race and then they have run out of the race. <laughs> praise God forevermore. But I said, praise the Lord. Marry when you know it is the will of God for you to marry. Why? Because there's an assignment that God has given you and that connection, that relationship is going to help you fulfill that assignment. Glory to Jesus Christ. Number two, why should we marry? To express God's love to the other person. The world we are in a sick and a dying world, and people need to be shown that God loves them. God loves them. When we talk about love, there are different definitions of love. There's agape love. Agape love is the unconditional love that God has. It is, you see, many people do many things for people uh, because of conditions. If you do this for me, I'll do this for you. Even some of us, when somebody invites us to a wedding, we look. Did they come to our wedding? How much they give us our, our wedding? Alright. They, they we won't give the same amounts. This is conditional love. Conditional love. Some even go for weddings. wedding. They say that, Oh, hey man, kwa, oh, kwa, Conditional love. But God teaches us unconditional love. Romans chapter 5 verse 8, God commended his love towards us. That while we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. Look, the Bible says, that, oh, no man anything but love. So, in marriage, you get an opportunity to show that other person the God kind of love. That it, 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 is, it is a beautiful expression of God in you. A expression of God in you. Look, First Peter chapter three, one and two. The Lord gave me this scripture once I was preparing. He said, "Likewise, ye wives, be subject to your own husbands." One of the ways a wife can show the love of God to a husband is being subjected to him, submissive to him. So that if any obey not the word, they also without the word be won by the conversation of their wife, while they behold your chastity conversation coupled with fear. This, in the King James, it is not very clear, so I'm going to read to you the same scripture from the Amplified Version. Say, in like manner, you married women, be ma- submissive to your own husbands, that is subordinate yourself. As being secondary and dependent on them and adapt yourselves to them so that even when they do not obey the word of God, they may be won over not by discussion, but by the godly lives of their wives. So it means that their wives are showing them the character of God. So if, listen, and this is not just to women men, the reverse is also true. A man can let his wife become more spiritual by her character. I have met too many men, too many men. Some were strangers, some were people that I knew. And why are they not spiritual? Why are they not going to church? It is because of the behavior of their wives. They say when they come to church, they are shocked at the woman that they see. And the way they are submitting to her, but this is marriage data from five, two hours ago. And so because of that, I'm, I'm this is real life. Oh. He has stopped going to church said he can he, he he has now he has become an anti-church person i've met these discussions in barbering saloons i've met these discussions in uh uh in, in, in people have even come to my office they have brought the matter said so my wife my wife obeys every prophet except me so because of that me too. i don't go to that church so you see because you have in his ego so much that he wants to now compete. Are we together? Are you driving him away from God, or you are driving him closer to God? So when you show him the God kind of love, by not being a knife but being a wife, he sees the the character of God in you, and then he draws closer to God because of you. Isn't that beautiful? So when you are going to get married. Your aim is to go and show somebody that this is how God is. If we can understand this, it will be difficult for conflicts to continue in our marriages. But we don't know. We enter because we want to have sex. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Because we are burning. We are burning. If you know you are burning, start learning the things quickly so that <laughs> you don't just enter because of the burning. Number three, express your personal love to the other person. You want to show your love. Is it a part? In, in, in the description of love, I told you there's agape love. But marriage is not just about agape love. Marriage is not just about agape love. Agape love is a love that we are supposed to show everybody. And so in marriage, marriage is also an extension of our evangelism or soul winning. it. But then there's also the personal love. Fill you. Showing that friendship to another person. Is it that kind of affection? So you, you see the person, you like the person, and now you want to legitimately be able to express that kind of love for the person. And then you also to express the eros love. Eros is erotic love. Erotic love. Sexual love. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. If you have errors for everybody, you need deliverance. Amen and amen. But then there can be somebody that you have a certain special eros for that person and so marriage becomes a place where you can and listen and when you understand this, eh, this let me give you a, a few tidbits when you understand this you realize that there is the lustful errors and there is a the loving errors the lustful errors the person just wants to release himself or herself just to have a physical experience but when there's a loving and errors that is foundation on agape you see that even the sexual lives of couples become better because even in the, in the marital bed, they are seeking to be a blessing to each other, not just to exercise their, or to release themselves from certain things. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Who oh, hallelujah? But I don't think anybody's having sex over here, so I don't think this one is important for you. Let me go on to the next point. <laughs> The next one, I've already said it, to fulfill sexual needs and desires in a godly way. In a godly way. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1 to 5. Uh, the, the, the point number three, write songs of Solomon 8 to 4. There's a time to awaken that kind of love, the eros kind of love. Praise God. And then uh, to fulfill sexual needs in a godly way. Anything, any sexual uh, needs being fulfilled outside marriage is ungodly, no matter who is involved in it. Glory to Jesus. So, 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1 to 5, and then verse 8 to 9. Amen and amen. Number 5, to start a family. To start a family. To start a family. This is not necessarily an, uh, the absolute reason for marriage. But then, the desire to start a family is also from God. Because, you see, there are some marriages where uh, God may bring them together for a purpose, and not necessarily for children. Are we together? Not necessarily for children. That is why purpose is of vital importance. Other than that, if you enter into a marriage and there is no child, all of a sudden you feel as though they, you are, you are, you are less of a, a family. But no, purpose is of vital importance. Purpose of, is of vital importance. We're here the other day when, uh, Mama Lynn, she's been married to Reverend Harry for over 10 years. Uh, yeah? Uh, yes, quite a, a, a number of years. And they don't have biological children. But Reverend Harry cannot stop thanking God for her life. And she was here when she came to testify and said that now God had given her children which were not even from her own womb in the children that God gave Reverend Harry. She sees them as her own children. But God brought her into his life to fulfill, to, for, to help him fulfill his ministry. And anyone who has been was with Reverend Harry before she came and after she came can see that there's a difference. All of a sudden, there are a lot of doors started opening in the ministry of Reverend uh, Dr. Harry in Sedu. A lot of things started changing about him see, because he came to fulfill an assignment. Glory to Jesus Christ. So, uh, it is a good reason. It is something that comes from God, but then it is not an absolute Psalm 127 verse 3 to 5. The lo, children are the heritage of the Lord. The fruit of the woman is his reward. Hallelujah. As arrows in the hands of a mighty man. So are children of the youth have been the man that has a quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. Number six, companionship. Companionship. Genesis chapter 2 verse 21 to 25. Said it's not good for the man to be alone. And so God took one of his ribs and he brought a woman. He saw her and he said, ah, death is bone of my bone flesh of my flesh shall be called woman so companionship as we grow up as we grow up everyone every human being normally has a desire for companionship a deeper companionship than just a mere friendship that maybe boys boys have in a club so marriage comes to fulfill that need it comes to fulfill that need it comes to fulfill that he said it is not good that the man be alone So he didn't say the man was lonely, but he was alone. And God is saying that it is good to be alone, but it is better to have another person beside you. So it it, 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 it fulfills that need for companionship. It fulfills that need for companionship. Number seven, synergy and multiplication of results. Synergy. Synergy means uh, if one plus one is two. Synergy means one plus one can become ten and become ten. Exponential growth. The Bible says that one will put a thousand to flight, and two will put ten thousand to flight. Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 30. There's something about marriage, when it is from God, can suddenly change the lives of people. Some were praying. Uh, uh, Pastor Wisdom was leading a prayer that some of us probably did not take seriously. But where it becomes as though, uh, look, what was her name? Uh, Sarah. Sarah became a source of prosperity for, his, for his, her husband. Because of her, all of a sudden her husband moved from being a, a, a broke person to becoming a millionaire. It's just the power of synergy. On his own alone, he could not achieve it. But when they came together in assignment, that is why, despite the concubines of, you know Ishmael was born before, uh, you know, uh, uh, before Isaac came, Abraham had a son. But he was not the son of purpose. God, God, The purpose that God had given to Abraham was connected to Sarah. <laughs> this is very serious. Imagine you go and lock up yourself with Hagar when Sarah is the one who carries your destiny. Ah, When Sarah is the one who carries your destiny. Today when we begin to pray, pray bah, that you can't find Abraham. Other than that, your life will be locked up forever. Oh, my God, my God, my God. Shalom I don't know whether something has come to your spirit. So, synergy and multiplication of efforts. Synergy. And so, some people get married, and I pray, and I come against this manifestation, that as soon as they get married, the passport becomes bad luck. It's as though right after they got married, negative things are happening. Negative things happen. Look, that thing can kill love in a in just in an, a person who wakes up one day. Ah, since me marry, I got married to this man. Nothing good is happening in my life. No, this man has become bad for me. It is one of the saddest things to happen in marriage. This woman, since I married her, nothing is working for me today. As you pray. Pray that God will put good fortune around you. That anyone that you got connected to in marriage, good things will begin to happen. Powerful things will begin to manifest in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Receive that grace upon your life. As I shall receive that grace upon your life. As I shall receive, receive that grace upon your life. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, 9-12. Now I'm going to move very fast because my time is fast spent. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah the two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor for if they fall the one will lift up his fellow so you see that is why some men need to understand that you need to open up for discussion a woman is listen a woman has a brain are we together please are we together a woman has a brain don't go and carry yourself like commando macho man and you think you have married and you have got somebody, uh, a, 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 an artifact to add to your furniture in the house. The woman is not a furniture. So she, too, she can give good advice and counsel. Some men don't like listening to their wives on anything. Hey, I'm the man. I'm the man. I'm the man. I'm the man. No. You are losing half of the advisor that can take you to a higher level in life. Are we together? Are we together? Are we not together? (laughs) Praise God forevermore. He said if one is to fall, the other will help the person to stand. There are times your wife can lift you up. It's not every time that you have to be the mature. Your life, why your wife can lift you up. Listen, this is not easy for a man's ego, but it is the truth. Oh, I am telling you the truth. Sometimes God can use your wife to be the one who pays the rent. The one who opens the doors. And saying that's why some women, you need to be very smart. If you see, don't get proud because of that, you are just fulfilling divine purpose. So because some women get opportunity and then all of a sudden, you say, oh, you a man. who told you, paying rent is not what makes a man a man? Who, It's one of the responsibilities. But listen, sometimes God in his grand design can use you. That's why he said that he needs a help meet. One of my problems with some women, when you enter into a relationship, what do you bring to the table apart from your body? Apart from your body. What do you bring to the table? How has the man benefited from your presence in his life? Yeah, you know I'm a queen. You to have me, you know I'm a queen. I'm a queen, a tank one or whatever. (laughs) 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 What did you bring to the table? What did you bring to the table? Every day comes to visit you. You have to go to the restaurant, and you've never ever offered that. Oh, today I'm taking care of the cost where no, eh, 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 yeah. well, communication is good, love grows love grows and then yeah. to have a sense of humor and people are always serious they cannot joke with them because like I, don't, I, don't, I don't like such jokes <laughs> come on, have a sense of humor tell somebody to have a sense of humor Come on, can't be calming down. Come on. Uh, one, I don't know whether I have enough time, but one of the definitions of marriage is that you, you give the person access to your life. And women like that a lot. Women like that a lot. So, like you want to, then they, and now you see, so you want to know what is happening in your life. It's not that she's worrying you. She just wants to feel secure that she has access to your life. Everything you are doing is a secret. Some of them, not because they want to spend the money. They just want to feel as though they are part of what you are doing. Oh ladies, am I wrong? <laughs> Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. <laughs> Again, if two lie together, then they have heat. Oh, this one is very serious. So. Especially when it's raining like this, when two lie together, then they have heat. They don't need to go and get any candle. Uh, it is natural candle. <laughs> amen and amen. Heater is in the room. What are you talking about? Hallelujah. If you are in bath with hot water, the time you finish the heat is gone. But this one is prepared. God, God, God has said natural heater. Uh, in fact, it is serious. Some it's even so serious that even sometimes when there is coldness to the point that it can cause death. Putting skin to skin can save lives. That's why sometimes you let the baby fly on the mother's bosom. Most of the time it's not just for the, uh, the child getting to know the mother, but sometimes so that the heat will be transferred. That heat is not only transferred into babies, it's transferred into adults as well. What are you talking about? <laughs> so when you get married, learn to cuddle. You see, and <laughs> that's why some of the men do this. Sometimes cuddling is not the issue. Sometimes it's not because of sex. It's just, it's just fellow. Like... <laughs> Praise God forevermore. Amen and amen. As for you, dear, the only time you have skin to skin is when you want to have sex. No, 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 no. A little kiss here, a little peck here. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Let me be closing this thing here. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Is if two lie together then they have heat <laughs> How can one be warm alone? How can one be warm alone? Praise the Lord. The Some of us, the reason why we are having a lot of kata and a lot of cold is God is
2: not.
1: Glory to God. Yeah, like to Hallelujah. To that is why, you see, any couple, please, the heat is a binder. So no matter how much you may have a conflict, please never put a pillow between the two of you. No, mother. Charlie, mm-hmm. squeeze your face but still enter there. Before you realize, the heat is working. The heaters are magic. Oh, I said, the heaters are magic. Is it? Is, the reason why you are angry is because your heart has become cold to that person, but the heat will melt the coldness. amen so some some of the ladies who are groomed in over camels nation where we speak a lot of tongues they say hey no, you know i'm being carnal no 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 you are not being carnal that is the real spirituality there is anointing over there Do you, you see the bible says that even when you are fasting and then you agree that you will not have sex or you don't have to be intimate for said it's for a season lest you give the devil a foothold. meaning anytime we come together it's a spiritual warfare what are you talking about? So when you are coming together, say in the name of Jesus, any demon from my father's house, from my mother's house, as we come together, <laughs> and then they will go and come no more. Mm. If a one prevail against him, two shall withstand him. And a three cord a threefold cord is not quickly broken. It's not quickly broken. Matthew eighteen nineteen. So if two of you shall agree on attaching anything, they shall and for them in heaven. The last thing reason for marriage is character building. Most of the time we don't talk about this. But anybody who has married, eh, they realize that they are never the same again. Marriage will grill you. Share. <laughs> Some of the things that you, when you were on your, you are, you are, you are saying, you know, me, I will never stand these things. So you have to learn to stand it. You have to learn to become patient by force. You see certain lifestyles which are not the way you were brought up, but you have to, you have to learn to live with it. And accept it. You dev- what is happening? You, you are developing character. You are developing character. You say, man, you, you just come anyway, then his boxes so is here, he his socks is there, his shoes are there. You say, ah, you have spoken, sir, his character that you are, God is of me. God is telling you that you are not patient, but now learn to be patient. Character. It is, somebody said that marriage will take you to run oven. But by the time you come out, Come out as. Have you seen bread has come out of the oven? Very nice, very nice, nicely baked. So when you are going through some challenges, we should see it as a period for character development, a period for car- character development. First Peter chapter three, read one to nine. You see something for the men, something for the women. Say so likewise, wives, be subject to your own husbands. Then it says that because of that the husband will be one to the Lord. Why is it you see advising them? It's because they are supposed to develop that character. Said, let not your adorning be of outward plating of hair or wearing of gold or putting on of apparel, but let it be the hidden man of the heart. That's what character is for. Who you truly are, which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and a quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God a great prize. For after this manner, the old in, in the old time, the holy woman also trusted in God see if you're, you're, you're a woman and you're not developing character towards your husband you are not like the holy women. glory to jesus adorn themselves in subjection unto their own husbands even as sarah obeyed abraham calling him lord whose daughters are, as long as you do well and are not afraid with any amazement likewise let the husbands dwell with the wives he was talking about them so the wives is what he's talking about according to knowledge Giving honor to the wife, so you learn how to honor a woman, character. Maybe you have, maybe your family know they did not respect women, but now because you are a Christian husband, you must learn to honor the wife, as unto the weaker vessel. So learn how to crochro hair. Learn, you see, even if you don't know how to give vibes, you have to learn vibes. Most of our fathers are the reasons their marriages have, have not turned out their way. Because they never learned some of these things. So they were not dwelling with them according to knowledge. How do you... this knowledge automatic. You learn. You learn. You learn. Give it unto the world as unto the wicked vessel. As being heirs to get out the grace of life. That your prayers be not hindered. Finally, be you all of one mind. Now he's talking to both the husbands and the wives. Having compassion one for another. You see, in marriage, listen, everybody look at me. You have to develop compassion for that person. I will say, if you have compassion and you see that she's laboring and working and working and she's not getting rest, compassion will help you see that rest a bit or let me hold this thing for you. But in some marriages, No, 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 no. Obama said the... Obama said You can see it's going in more evening, trying to make sure that the house is going on. And I said there And I said there Hey, sister. You don't have compassion. You don't have compassion. You don't have compassion. You don't have compassion. One of them Your husband has wronged you. So because of that, you don't cook for that. You don't have compassion. Or that you wear, that's when you go and wear jeans upon jeans. You don't have compassion. Because you don't know when, when the thing hits a man. It is like seriously. Jesus. Christ. So. <laughs> hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So he said compassion. One of another. Love as brethren. He said be pitiful and be courteous. Be courteous. Be courteous. Not rendering evil for evil. Or railing for railing. But a contrary wise blessing, knowing that you are there unto called, that you should inherit a blessing. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Isn't the Bible? It, it was talking about marriage. He wasn't talking about it. It was marriage. The context over there was marriage. From verse one to the verse number nine. Now please. This one let me use this five minutes to deal with this last part. Rules that form firm foundation for marriage. There's so much I cannot talk about right now. But write these 10 rules. Number one, love. The foundation of a long-lasting, beautiful marriage is love. Now, love is not the beloved dozen that we are talking about. Love, number one, is a choice. And a choice based on proper decision-making. When you say that you love somebody listen you have chosen to love that person it should be a choice that you have made for yourself so you should know when and so don't get involved in the emotion of liking somebody and then he said i love you no you should have considered the person's strengths and weaknesses and then he said that no i'm deciding that amongst all the people that i can love this is the one that i want to give my my love to i'm choosing this person when you do that, in the times when things don't look good, remember it was a choice. You go back to the reasons why you made that, cho- that choice. And then, well, I don't even know why I married you. Yes, that, you say that because you don't know why you loved him. So it's a choice that is based on decisions. So you don't just love anybody like that. Make a choice. You decide that I love him and then you follow with actions. I love her, you follow with actions actions that show that you love. And before you allow the feeling to develop. So what I teach is that go with your head first before you go with your heart. Go with your head first before you go with your heart. But a lot of time when we go with our heart, when our head now is giving us warning signs, red flags, red flags, we say that, oh, no, 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 he will change. But you know he will not change. Inside you know he will not change. Number two, foundation. Truth based on honesty, transparency, conscientiousness. And the word is a word. (laughs) The the fourth one is the word of God. But conscientiousness is a word. It means that having a conscience, ability to, some some people, when they get married, their conscience dies. is doing wicked to the person, but he's refusing to accept that, no, what I'm doing is wrong. The Holy Spirit is prompting your conscience. I'm not, you're still not minding the, you're still not minding. Listen, you were a Christian before you were a husband. And you're a Christian before you're a wife. So your Christianity must be a part of your relationship. Now they're part of your relationship. That's so why I don't have much time to talk about it, but truth, honesty, transparency, conscientiousness, let the foundation be the word of God. Number three, trust. Nothing damages marriage more than broken trust. The, I've heard people say, I love him, but I don't trust him anymore. So, I, I, I don't feel secure. Are you understanding me? You cannot live with somebody that you don't trust. So, you must develop trust. Don't marry anybody that you don't trust. And when you are married to the person, learn to trust the person. And let, and also, prove to the person that you can be trusted. Some people just think that trust is automatic. Trust must be won. To your wife that you can, she can trust you. Prove to your husband that he can trust you. Some who expose their spouses to their family and friends. And then you expect him to, you know, you are not, you are he cannot trust you. Because you are ready to sacrifice him for the the, 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 the kind sentiment of others. He cannot trust you for protection. She cannot trust you for protection. So when trust is broken, hmm. most marriages stand no future because trust is gone. It's not that every other thing is working but trust is gone. Trust is gone. So it must be a firm foundation. Number four, commitment. Commitment is the lifeblood of marriage because marriage is a covenant. Most people don't enter marriage only because they are afraid of commitment. Commitment means that I have chosen you and I'm going to stick to you. I'm going to stick to you. Glory to Jesus Christ. Number five, respect. Respect means valuing and regarding the person and the presence of your spouse. I'm talking about marriage over here. When you are married to somebody, you need to respect who the person is. Having regard for who the person is. When your husband or your beloved is in your presence, you should not take it for granted. You should not take it for granted. I say, oh, no, yes, yeah, yeah, it's normal. It's not normal. It's not normal. It is disrespectful to disregard the presence of your spouse. Just because friends have come, because family members are around, because of other things, or work colleagues, leave, or your boss is around. So it is disrespectful. It's disrespectful. There are some women, the, um, i are having a, a discussion with a certain lady. i was like, no, you don't tell your husband or your beloved that, oh, you manage him while you sort other people out. No, 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 no. You don't you don't do that. It's disrespectful. It means that you are regarding the people's emotions and feelings more than the one you say you are going to spend the rest of your life with. No. Then holds it. And for me, something like that is even a good reason to hold on. It's a good reason. To hold on. But the person doesn't regard you well enough. If the person doesn't regard you well enough, because, I don't know where Because you see, and, and let me tell you something, it's an emotional roller coaster, because one minute, when nobody and no nothing else was around, the person loved you, you were all flowing, you were loving, children, and then next minute the person disregarded you. After that emotion, that's where most people have uh, attention from. So, if you want the person to continue loving you always value the person, regard the person's presence. Let the person know that your presence is valuable to me. And so, I, there are some, there are some wives when visitors come to the house, they will serve that visitor with the, the with, with with the nice bowl, but the husband, oh, the one that if, if you can see fire has fallen inside, and, has, and the, the oil, you know that some that cannot be clean, that's the one that you say, oh, a fiendipa, a fiendipa. One of these days, if you are not careful, eh, he will go to some place where he served a good plate. Oh, glory to God. I'm closing, I'm closing. Whoever desires respect must also show respect. So value the presence. Even learn to value it 24 70 know. every time every time every time the fact don't let it be like a crime I, because i came to tell you i love you it's a crime i must not suffer for loving you it must not be that way are, are we together the person must not suffer for loving you and then you see that's why me, me, baby now. Also, me. And hey, master. Okay, <coughs> okay me so happy now. I'm i me. so, I'm It is the value that they give to somebody that they respect. So you see that they can be respectful to their fathers in the house, but they are respectful to their bosses as well, because they know that God feeds them. So you know that you can respect the value that you place on the person. Glory to Jesus. Oh, we are closing. Number five, respect. Number six, submission. In as much as you know, because of this I'm dealing with both, so I'm giving you points that I apply to both. Submission is not only for the woman. There is also a part of the man that must be submissive. Marriage is the willingness to give up our rights to ourselves, okay. Give up our the rights to our own bodies, to freely surrender our insistence on having our own way all the time. So, submission. Number seven, knowledge. Marriage is a life-long school of learning, understanding each other through learning. Please. Don't think that because now you are in a relationship with the person or you are married to the person, you must stop learning about how to please the person, how to know the person. Please, knowledge is important. Understand the changing phases of each other. So, a man, know that a woman, there's a time of the month that she's not normal. It's knowledge that will help you cope. Are we together? A woman, know that there's a time of the man's life that is not normal. That's why she or Jimmy B, know how to handle him. No. no. what is happening at that point in time. Knowledge. Learn. Learn. Praise God forevermore. Number eight. Faithfulness. In faithfulness, we are talking about fidelity. Fidelity here means that the health listen to this very carefully. The health, the happiness, security, welfare of your spouse is taking a higher place in your life than anything else accept the relationship with God. Accept the relationship with God. So you know you want to protect your beloved your husband or your wife's health. You don't go and sleep around. You don't go and sleep around. And you maintain consistency, constancy, loyalty and protection. That is faithfulness. Number nine, patience. This is critical in dealing with conflicts. Oh God. I don't have much time. I want No no no. The critical key in dealing with conflicts. And adjusting to differences is patience is patience the lack of this is the reason why many marriages have not stood a lack of patience sometimes you the way you want him he will become that will but you go through a process you go through a, sometimes you will become that will but you will go through a process You go through a process when couples lack patience sometimes the conflict results in certain heads, Trust is broken, and then the marriage is never to stand anymore. But if you can learn patience from the start, we'll sow a seed or reap the harvest later. Hallelujah! Glory to Jesus. And there's, there's still a lot I want to talk about over here, but for the sake of time. And then finally, it's not the finally final, but finally on my for today. Financial stability. Financial stability. Oh, if love is there, they marry. Hey, sister, I come on neyoda. Hey, I come, I come to my adore you. Oh, you let me close here. Financial stability. It has been proven. It is this a statistic that is out there, you can go and search it out. That financial stress is the biggest reason or cause of marital failure. You won't believe it, but it's true. See, Kassem, hey, love love without money, it can result in annoyance. It can result in annoyance. The the money answered all things. Listen, me. I've seen this. This is real. Couples who love each other and then all of a sudden, when money goes down, problem. A lot of the bickering. Me, I'm telling you. Me, I'm a counselor. I counsel people. I've counselled marriages. Ah, and there was counselling. There was a couple that were going to get married, and then all of a sudden, they were. I know, they were talking, and then I had a voice. Financial is money problem. Said, "Hey, stop it. All your problem is a money problem." And by the time we had finished, they all became very frank and true. It was a money problem. And that was it wasn't only one couple, a second couple, a third couple. I saw that, ah, oh, there is another trend. A trendy. Twitter number one. In fact, money is so powerful that people can fall in love because of money. I'm telling you. That's why sometimes you have to be very prayerful, because the way she's doting over you, maybe it's because she can see that, ah, i married, come on to me. It sucks me Tell people are calculating, you know. People are calculating. People are pocket accountants. Pocket accountants. So money is a reality. So, before you get married, and once you are married, look for financial stability. Learn to save, learn to have capital, learn to invest, learn to work, learn as you are letting the love and the, let money also be flowing in the into there. Because, and that's why most people you don't spend your money, on all your money on your wedding you know, and on your honeymoon. By the time you are spending 50,000 cities on your honeymoon, you should know that you have another 50,000 elsewhere that you are not touching. Well, yeah, a honeymoon is once in a lifetime. No, no, no. You can have another honeymoon when money comes. In fact, you know you can do a second wedding. You can do a third wedding. Wedding is no marriage. Wedding is a show. It's a show. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. <laughs> Ooh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. So. Finances. Financial stability. Please, if you are going to get married to a guy, no matter the dreams that you have had about him. If you see that the money problem is a real problem, madam. Money is more powerful than dreams, though. About the money answered all things. Did say that dreams answered all things? Or visions or prophecy answered all things? Money what? what is the money? Listen to me. I went to the wise in the Wakamish National. Do you believe I lie to you? Do you believe I lie to you? No, I want to add this point. It is not a real, serious, important point. To so finance me, I I, I used to, there was me Pa, talking that money is important in marriage. Yeah. It needs to have repented. It was I used to be one of those people that he said no, 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 no. You have being money conscious, money, no, no, no. But tell me, yeah. <laughs> I was a child, I spoke as a child, I reasoned as a child, I acted as a child, but now I've grown with i a child. And I realize that money is relevant. Money is relevant. Money can make things nice. You see, the wife that you think that now she's not nice anymore, when money comes, you can dress her, come on can take care to spa, and by the time that's all the stress is released, you can even shape book into the way you want. What are you talking about? I'm you, oh, no, no it, 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 all of that is money. Uh, the guy that you think his face is scared Yes, get money and do grooming. My God, he'll become a model. They'll put him on. A, you know, I've been seeing some of the people that are on the back of the magazines. I'm like, ah, I'm fresher than this guy. Why is Nick? <laughs> amen and amen. Ah, then see them and they are sitting there. Ah, I'm like, ah. Somebody give the Lord some grace. Give the Lord some glory. Hallelujah. Have you been blessed tonight? Forgive me for the time. But then this subject of marriage is very important. I don't know whether somebody has learned something that I think is going to be valuable. For your marriage, Hallelujah! Can, can I do something? Two minutes. I, I would like three people to just tell me what they have learned. So one, per, one, one minute for each person. Maybe something that you have learned today that really has made meaning to you. Can I get a microphone? Can I get some volunteers? Just three people. Just tell me something that you have learned tonight. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. So those in the middle, pick one person. Those to the left, pick one person. Those to the right. Okay, so, okay, so those in the middle, I join you too. Okay, those on this side and this side, you are one. So please, all of you move here. And then pick one person from amongst you. Here you are quite a number, so pick one person. Those are the back, the back benches, I pick one person. Can we do this quickly? Can we do this quickly? Can we do this quickly, please? Somebody to show volunteer. Alright, so that you volunteer for your team, right? Awesome. Let's laugh for it. That means that's good marriage material she's leadership you understand me yeah really, talk to me
0: okay i learned that you shouldn't get married. W- hold
1: on. whilst we are doing that kindly you guys are next another back uh, are yeah, next yeah yeah go on
0: i learned that as a lady you shouldn't get married because you have a bad self image hmm. or bad self-esteem so as a single person you should love yourself you should get to know yourself better before you can um, decide to court.
1: wow awesome let's appreciate that for a Who's who's doing it for this week? This marriage material. Show me your marriage material. Amen. Please let's see that. Back benches. Can we get somebody from the back? Uh. Okay, please go ahead. Um for me I learned that the lady you're going to marry to also has to bring something to the table, not just <laughs> not just the body aspect. So that's what that's what that's what I picked. But that, that that actually that was for the ladies to pick. That was for the men to pick. Amen and because actually listen, as a man, the truth is that as a man, your greatest pride is to even when necessary, be the sole support of the family. You understand me? So yeah. as a man, this is not a uh, caveat for men to, no, 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 that's a mistake. It's a, if you start thinking that with a problem with your mentality, as a man, a man is a protector, is a keeper, is a builder, yeah? is a supplier. You understand me? Yeah, yeah. but for, I'm not saying that that's what you are thinking of. I'm just trying to balance the information of the, the knowledge base over here. But for a woman, this is a very important piece of information for you. Uh, what are you bringing to the table? I read the accounts of a woman, when she got involved, she's a lawyer, uh, when she got involved with her husband, or not, they, they were not even married as yet. She affected his business. Now, right. he moved from being a local businessman, now he became an international businessman. She helped him prepare his uh, business plan and they got an international loan, about $50,000, which exploded his business. Man, she brought something to the table. I see that you don't have any, sometimes some men, I know even, they will not recognize that this, the woman did this thing. And so he loses head, and his business is going down. So, what are you bringing to the table? That's why build your mind, your intelligence, your skill set. See how you can use to influence your beloveds. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord bless you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Hey, do you have a question? Does have a question? Alright. In the absence of any questions, let's be on our feet. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Hallelujah.
0: We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more inquiries, visit our website, www.eminesaokonipa.com or call 0546-363957.
2: God bless you.